ready to rock and roll. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Hey, welcome to Pardon the Intermission, everyone. I am Jason. And I'm Eric. Glad to have you guys back with us. We are looking forward to another outstanding fun show where we talk about movies, pop culture, TV, entertainment, and everything else under the sun that we can possibly think of. Yeah. Sure. I, that was Do kind we? of like a weird transition there, wasn't it? <laughs> Under the sun? I kind of I kind of threw it at you though. I wanted to see you take it today. Usually I'll go, I go first, but I'm like, you know what? I want to see. Oh, I wanna, you pick I on throw it to you. you pick on the guy who worked in radio for 15 years. Yeah, well, you're the professional. So, I'm I'm not. I'm uh, just allegedly. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm just the amateur. I'm the novice over here. Now, now, now. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, I wanted, to, I wanted to say, I wanted to say, okay, let's see. Have the professional do it. No yeah. need to be modest. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did a great job. Yeah, I know. I kind of, I kind of threw it thank at you. You're just like, wait, uh, wait me? What? Well, see, I learned in 15 years of radio, you have to be ready for anything. That's true. So, true. as yeah. you can see, I was ready for anything. You did it. You did it. You did it. Good but job. seriously, we are glad to have you guys back with us uh, for another edition of Pardon the Intermission. Uh, we are sure that you're gonna like this uh, edition of uh, PTI, right, Eric? That's that's right. That's right. Because we're going to have, we're, today we're going to talk about uh, one of our favorite and one of the most iconic uh, archaeologists around. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Who Does would that he happen be? to wear a fedora and crack a bullwhip? Possibly, yeah. Uh, does, his, is, does his first name begin with the name of a state? Yes, yes. And the dog was named... Uh, you were named after the dog. You were named after the dog. <laughs> I have a lot of fond memories of that dog. Okay, folks, sorry. It's Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones time, folks. Yeah. Yes. Okay, right. so here, well, here, here's the deal. So we're going to talk about Indiana Jones. And uh, yes. first, we're going to talk a little review of the Indiana Jones movies. Now, I yeah. have recently... I've recently... Um, mm-hmm. Watch the movies, all four. No, yes. there are four f- folks. I know people think there's only three. There's four. But there's four. As much as you try to forget it, there's, there there's actually four. four movies. Hey, if we have to include all the Jurassic Park movies together, same thing applies here, <laughs> regardless of how bad they are. But but uh, but yeah, so I, I recently... You actually said you watched them recently, too. I did. Okay, so I recently yeah. watched them with... Because I want to watch them with my daughter, because the yeah. new one is coming out. Now, you have Indiana Jones... Five coming out it's supposed yes. to be called the Dial of Destiny, right? <sighs> yes. So we'll get into that in a minute. We'll get into that in a minute. But uh, I watched those movies because first off, off I thought, well, you know, I want to, I want to, uh, uh, my daughter to kind of be uh, familiar with the character, right? Sure, so that yeah. way, if we do go see the movie, you know, she already kind of knows. She's watched the first four, so she knows who Indiana Jones is, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and uh, and then of course I wanted to take her on the ride to at Disneyland, but uh, I yeah. guess it's closed now. But anyway, oh well. Got to wait a year for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so. Uh, Quick review on the movies. You know, I got to say, though, um, you know, growing up, I liked, I mean, I think for obvious reasons, I think most people, I liked one. Yeah. And I liked, which was uh, Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. And I liked number three, mm-hmm. which was Last, Last Crusade. Crusade. Mm-hmm. Um, those were my favorites. Yeah. But I got to say, going back and watching all these in a row, and I did like two, uh, uh, Crystal Skull, but, you know, um, Going back and watching them now, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. Maybe I'm just a little less, uh, what's the word here? A little less, um, help me out. Nostalgic? 
No, um, maybe more mis- nostalgic, more actually. Nostalgic. Maybe okay. a little less critical. How about that? A little there less critical okay. on them. That I, you know, I didn't really mind two, the Crystal Skull and four. Mm-hmm. Which, what was four? Uh, the uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was the fourth one. Oh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What was number two? Temple of Doom. No. Two was Temple of Doom? Two was Temple of Doom. Raiders of the Lost Raiders Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark was number first. one. You're right. Okay, yes. I'm getting all confused. Okay, That's so right. Raiders of the Lost Ark was one. That's all right. Temple of Doom, yes, Second number one. two. Mm-hmm. So I, I, number two and number four were not, uh, the Crystal Skull were not as bad as I remember. Mm-hmm. As bad as I remember. <laughs> I mean, four still really tough to take. Yes, it is. It is tough to take. And uh, uh, I'm sorry, with uh, what's his face? Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia as mutt. As mutt. Mutt. Yeah, he and then, a mutt. Uh, which end up ends up in the movie. Sorry for spoilers. Uh, it's uh, Indiana Jones's son. Yes. That he has with uh, Marion Ravencroft, which is Karen Allen, actress Karen Allen. Marion Ravenwood. Marion Ravenwood. Sorry, not Ravencroft. That's all right. I'm getting mixed up with Laura Croft. That's all right. Um, so anyway, I don't think they were as bad as what I thought originally. I mean, obviously, I still like one and three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you know, the overall watching the whole series, mm-hmm. um, wasn't too bad. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. What, what do you, you watched them recently. What yes. do you think? Having seen them plenty of times before in my life and having gone back and just rewatched them about a week ago, I'm kind of like with you where I'm trying to get my daughter to appreciate them as much okay. as I do, but I still came, I can still watch them as many times as I want and still be entertained as much by them, Eric. Okay. Raiders of the Lost Ark is still a movie that stands among itself. I mean, it is one of the greatest films ever made. Not mm. just, I mean, forget that it turned Harrison Ford into a major action star. Not yeah. not Star Wars, but Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, but Temple of Doom, I always felt, was a very underrated film. Because I think it's a great film, by mm. the way. I Interesting. Do. And the, I know a lot of people will hack on it who've seen it because of the scenes with the bugs and then the, the dinner scene with the chilled monkey brains the and monkey the brains. snake and, yeah. and the eyeball <laughs> soup. But look, it has some quality action and stunts in the Temple of Doom. I love the actor who portrayed Mola Ram. Uh, mm. I loved uh, Ki Hai Kwan, who was in The Goonies and who was in Temple of Doom. As Short Round. As Short Round. Mm-hmm. I, I love Temple of Doom. I always thought it was underrated. Great film. And then Last Crusade I love equally mm. as much because I thought Sean Connery and Harrison Ford their chemistry was oh, just yeah. spot on. And yeah. I mean, you're talking about two heavyweight actors. And I initially, upon first review and upon a, on the exterior, you would say, gosh, Connery and Ford are about as common as apples and oranges. But mm-hmm. they pulled off the chemistry as father and son so well in that movie. And then, yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has its bad points. Yeah. But there are some fun points in there as well. But they're still quality films that even after I watch them time and time and time again, I still love them. And in terms of the, the great action franchises in movie history, whether it's the Jurassic Park franchise, the Lethal Weapon franchise, the Mission Impossible franchise, these films still hold up over time. And especially with the Indiana Jones films, because as we know... Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom came out in the 80s. Well, and so did uh, Last Crusade that came out in mm. 89. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out much later in 2008. Yeah. But the point I'm making is that despite the fact that these films came out more than 30 years ago, they still stand up well over the course of time. Yeah. I, I, I love them. I give the whole action series uh, five stars. 
out of five stars. I, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. And going back to what you're yeah. saying, I mean, you know, my daughter, uh, she's seven, and she was, uh, I think the third one was her favorite, Last Crusade. I, uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, rapport between, you know, dad and son, between Sean Connery and uh, between Harrison Ford, she was laughing out loud. I mean, there are times great. she was just That's cracking great. up at this stuff when they were going back at That's each other, great. you know. And yeah, just like That's the, Indy, the dog was, you know, we named well, the dog Indy, and, you know, just all this stuff. Yeah. She, had, she was loving it. And, you know, it's all, The Last Crusade for me is also a bittersweet film because it was the very last movie that River Phoenix ever did oh true was it the last one that he last did last film that he did before he unfortunately wow, unfortunately died that. of an overdose for those of you who yeah, are yeah, younger that. and you're listening to the show there was a really great young child actor uh by the name of river phoenix mm-hmm. who is actually the older brother of joaquin phoenix i'm yeah. sure you've heard of joaquin phoenix yeah river had a great career in front of him and unfortunately he died at the age of 24 because of a drug overdose Last Crusade mm. was the very last film that he appeared in because he died, I think, about three or four months after that film was released. Wow. Yes. And so wow. so every time I watch the opening, because the opening of the film, obviously, as you know, Eric, starts with a young Indiana Jones. Yes. He's portrayed by one. River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And he did a very, he did a young Harrison Ford so well yeah. in terms of the mannerisms of the character Indiana Jones. And so every time I watch it, it's kind of bittersweet for me because it just makes me wonder what kind of career River Phoenix could have had yeah. had he been alive today. And he grew up mm. with that Brat Pack era group of actors like um, Emilio Estevez and Kiefer Sutherland and Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. And but yeah, but he, w- he was kind of separated from them. I, w- I would say, I mean, you know... Uh he he was more along the lines of a Johnny. I mean, he was good friends with Johnny Depp. He was, but yes. I think he did a lot of his movies were more along those type of lines. Not not as necessarily as quirky, but I think he, it kind of set him apart. He was in Stand by Let, Me. Let's say let's say that yeah. Let's say that his yeah. brother, you know, Joaquin. You kind of see the kind of films that he did and yeah. has done, yeah. and and the kind of actor he is. And I think and you know I hate to say this, but I do think that River. He was a little bit different actor, but he was also. Uh, probably a little bit better actor than even Joaquin. I, I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, if I would have, to be honest, I would have loved to see, now Heath Ledger did a great job as a Joker, but I think River would have given him would have given him a run for his oh, money. Definitely. definitely. Uh, yeah, because he, he was that kind of actor. He just had that yeah. kind of talent, you could tell. But anyway. But young Indiana Jones, he did. He pulled off really well. He did it amazing. And, and you yeah. know, and the fun part about that film in the beginning is obviously, you know, you get to see like some, you get to see some things. You get to see where, Indiana gets his scar from the whip because right. he, he exactly. first time he picks it up, you know, and then you also get to see where he falls in this uh, uh, tra- uh, uh, train uh, car full of snakes because it's yes. this traveling circus that he's traveling trying to circus. run away from these guys, yeah. and he falls in there, and you, so you kind of see because in the beginning he's not afraid of snakes; it shows right. that he's like, oh, there's a snake, and he throws it off, no big deal, and then all of a sudden he falls in there, and he's freaking out because there's just snakes all over the. So it, it, they yep. set it up great. They did a great job yeah. on that movie. Yeah, and yeah, and, and the first one, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. was was really good um i mean it was it's, it was a standalone come on it was the first it was yeah it, it, it was, was amazing the first, it was the best the american film institute put it on its list of 100 film one of uh, 100 of the greatest films uh, of all time and i think it's very high on that list number 10 or number 11 wow really films. wow yeah. i don't have the list in front of me so i would but i know i've seen it on that list and if and had, it's if like eight, top 10 it's it's like top 10 or out of 11 100. Top, yeah. yeah so it is legit legitimately a classic 
And also, uh, Temple of Doom, that mm-hmm. was the only movie that you didn't have the bad guys weren't either the Russians or the Nazis. That's right. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this or not, but chronologically, not yeah. release date, but chronologically, the Temple of Doom actually takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. Really? You, yes, because I, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but every Indiana Jones films opens with a certain, like, timeline when the film okay. takes place so for example yeah, yeah. raiders of the lost ark that that opening scene the first few opening scenes show like uh south america 1936 but temple of doom its opening scene takes place in shanghai 1934 oh i never noticed so that. chronologically speaking temple of doom should be the first film not the second film, but because Raiders of the Lost Ark was released in 1983 or 84, Temple of Doom was released in 87, I think it was. Mm. That's why everyone commonly associates associates it with being the second film, but chronologically speaking, Temple of Doom should be the first one. Interesting. interesting. It is interesting. I, yes. I never caught that. I never caught that. And then, that. of course, the opening scenes of The Last Crusade say that it takes place... Uh, he, the opening... After the River Phoenix opening part, it shows Harrison Ford's character on a ship in the sh- in Shanghai or off the Shanghai coast in like 1939. So um, yeah, if you haven't seen, oh yeah, that you're talking about the uh, yeah yeah. Um, remember that scene where he's on that cargo? Yeah yeah. yeah. He's uh, I can't think of the, the bad guy's name, but he was all dressed in white and had the white. Yeah, fedora. he has like a, a white dress suit and the white fedora. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 And and he's the one yeah in the beginning you're right that when uh, looking for um, the cross of Coronado yeah because mm-hmm. it, and, and that's what's great about that too because the way they tie in because in, in mm-hmm. the in the scene with with River Phoenix like you're talking about the yes. young one he he actually grabs it because he's saying it should be in a museum these guys are like treasure poachers right they're they're basically grave robbers grave robbers yeah are. and yeah. so they they uh, he takes it from them that's why they're mm-hmm. chasing and that's why they end up on that yeah. circus train if everybody remembers. And then, um, yes, and then he was the one, the Cross of Coronado, the guy, the bad guy with the white suit, he's the one that, that took him from from young Indy. Young and Indy, so he's portrayed going by River back, Phoenix. Yeah. Played by River Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Man, you know, it's just a good series. And it is. So I'm going to say, you know, I'm really, I'm scared. I'm really scared. Um, I am too, after what you told me <laughs> earlier. Okay, so, well, you know, the, the, I, I've heard this. This isn't necessarily a new story, and there's been a lot of stuff flying around about this, but... You know, they're going to come out with a new Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones 5, and we said it, the Dial yep. of Destiny is Dial the name of, of this one. Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't help. I, I looked at some spoilers on here. And let me tell you, folks, right now, there's going to be spoilers, might be spoilers. We don't know if this information is correct or not that we're right. going to talk about. Yes. But they may be correct. They may be plot points. If you don't, this will be the probably the first and the only time you hear me say this. If you don't want to know what this is, then turn down the volume or turn us off right now because wait, yeah, wait to listen to us for like three months. Or <laughs> no, something. not three months. Come on, sorry, <laughs> three days till the next episode. <laughs> right. Well, or until earned or come back when when you have seen the movie. But otherwise, right, right. yeah, we're gonna we're right. gonna talk about this, and it could be some possible spoilers. We don't know if these are these are rumored, so we don't know if they're true, how true yeah. they are to the actual plot points. But I, I am very scared. So is Indiana Jones uh, number five here? Um, Dial of Destiny, and apparently, so turn us off now if you don't want to know. Apparently, it has to deal with time travel. What? Yes. Did you you read the story right? I read the story. So apparently, it has to deal with time travel, and I guess a, yes. a, what, what happens is that they say that in the beginning. Now this movie's been screened, so this is coming supposedly from from reliable sources. 
But this movie has been screened, and uh, supposedly it got a two out of ten on some of these screenings, oh, which is not good. Oh no! Yes. But okay, so it deals with time travel. It kind of starts off with he's with Marion mm-hmm. Ravenwood, Ravenwood, and uh, he, it, she's actually in in the fourth one. They actually get married in the end. Yep, they do. Um, mm-hmm. So it's actually uh, Marion Jones at that right. point, right? At that point, yes. Yeah. So he's with his with his wife, and she says, "Okay, you know, you need to go on this one last one yep. last adventure, right?" So, um, so what happens is, uh, uh, basically, okay. So apparently, what what happens in this thing, I guess, from these leaks, is that uh, they have to go off and they have to find this dial of destiny. And at the same time, once again, there's some Nazis. I guess supposed to take place in 1969. Mm-hmm. There's some Nazis running around, and they're trying to find it too because I guess they want to change history. Okay. So they have to go back in time. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you do have some reoccurring characters. At least you have Sala, okay. right? I John, think, yeah, John Reese Davies. Yeah, that's as far as I know. That's the only one that's reoccurring. Antonio Banderas plays a part in here, huh? Yeah, okay. which interesting. is uh, interesting. I don't know what part he plays. To be yeah. honest, you also have uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge, which mm-hmm. she's playing Marcus Brody from the uh, first three movies. She's playing, which is an associate of uh, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing the granddaughter of Marcus Brody. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so somehow she gets hooked up with, with Indiana. I don't know. They haven't really said it. Okay. Now, apparently, in the story, essentially what happens is they go back to like Roman days, I guess, in this thing, and then they get out of Roman days. But most of it, they say, takes place in 1933, which is interesting. You're mentioning 1934, and he's in Shanghai. Right? Oh yeah. But anyway, right. so it takes place even even <laughs> even further earlier. Earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. 1933. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to go as far as they don't give a lot of of uh, you know necessarily exactly how the story goes, mm-hmm. but the basic premise of it is that at some point, Indy meets old Indy meets young Indy. Mm-hmm. And they're with with uh, uh, Phoebe Phoebe's character Phoebe okay. Waller Bridge's character, um, yeah. and they're they're all trying to to do this thing. The ending of this thing supposedly is um, young Indy gives up his life to save the other two, mm-hmm. which in turn basically erases old Indy. Okay. So I don't know what that means. So I guess there's no... So then old Indy just disappears, I guess, into dust. And then they're saying possibly, which I guess a lot of fans are upset, that you know Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, she takes the mantle from... Um, the, from takes the fedora. From Indy. And takes the mantle from Indy. Okay. And there's a lot of fans that are pissed mm-hmm. about this. If this is true... Wow. What do you think about this, uh, Jason? Oh boy, Eric. Boy, this is this sounds like a very complicated storyline. And I got to tell you, I when I initially found out about the cast in this movie, mm-hmm. especially when I found out Mods Mickelson was going to be one of the main villains in it, I was geeked. I love Mods Mickelson's work. Yeah, he's he great. was he was great as Le Chiffre in Casino Royale, the first James yeah. Bond film with Daniel yeah. Craig. He also was great in um uh, he was also in uh, st- in Rogue One, a Star yeah. Wars standalone film. Yeah, yeah. He so he's has a wonderful body of work. He's a terrific actor with a lot of range. And then when I found out it was going to be directed by James Mangold, who's done an excellent job with films like Logan, 
who also did the remake of uh, 310 to Yuma, which is a fantastic remake of a great Western classic. Mm. James Mangold also did a very underrated movie called Copland with Sylvester Stallone, Harvey mm. Keitel, and Ray Liotta, and Robert De Niro. He's a fantastic filmmaker. And so when I, when I initially found out that he was attached to this project and Mickelson was going to be in it, and of course Harrison Ford returned, I'm like, bring it on. Yeah. Redemption Success. time from Kingdom of Crystal Skull. But now that yeah. you have read all of this to me, Eric, I've got to be honest with you, man. It's like somebody just completely poured out the milk in my cereal bowl. <laughs> I am so down on this right now. I cannot even begin to tell you because I, like you, am a huge Indiana Jones fan. Yeah. And it's just, and I, I'm praying to God that, and I'm, I'm not going to take these reviews at face value. No, no, okay. no. I mean, these are just rumors. But I mean, let's just, just rumors. Say. Yeah. But I'm praying to God that's all they are are just rumors. Well, here's the thing, too. Now, you're talking about James Mangold. He, yes. He has had this tw Twitter war now saying, you know, mm -hmm. people were freaking out. And he's like, oh, don't don't listen to those people. It's not that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Okay. I heard, too, that they did shoot multiple endings to this. And I don't know. Sometimes they'll do that to throw people off. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Because rumors that leaks happen. There's always rumors. And so they, they, they'll shoot multiple endings of a movie. So nobody really knows for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's saying, trust me, trust me, that's not going to happen. Um, do you trust him? Um, okay, well, <laughs> no, okay, that I'm having a difficult time answering that question should let you know how I feel about that. Okay, first of all, especially when it pertains to social media, you can never truly believe anything that anybody says on social media. Yes. Obviously, the film is not slated to come out for another several months. And I know I think there's another story circulating around out there that they've had to already do numerous reshoots, which mm. sounds like disaster on the periphery. But really, movie studios are doing reshoots all the time. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily signal impending doom for a big budget movie if they have to go back and do reshoots. It happens all the time because they either have actor schedules that don't align or they're over budget on something and they mm. have to cut out stuff or they're under budget and they have to fulfill the budget by going back and doing some extra shoots. It, that's not what concerns me. But that Mangold, it, it seems right now like Mangold, James Mangold is kind of trying to um, play to the crowd here, so to speak. Yeah, he's trying to pull, play to the indie hating crowd, and I hope I I want to believe him. I'm going to answer your question by saying I want to believe him, because yeah. I think he can pull this off. Especially since Spielberg was initially attached to direct this, mm -hmm. Lucas, of course, coming back to produce. I think, mm -hmm. and but Spielberg yanked himself out of the director's chair, uh, and replaced himself with James Mangold. Um. So I'm hoping that this is just a war of words and that some of these rumors about early reviews ranking a 2 out of 10 are just that, that they're rumors. But um, I want to believe Mangold. I hope he's right. I hope he's telling the truth because we don't need another disaster well, of an Indiana Jones film. And that's the other thing, too. They could be shooting multiple endings, too, because if one doesn't work with an audience, then maybe they think, okay, yeah, the other way. We should have went the other way. Okay, right. that, that confirms it. And, and yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, it could be true that an audience, you know, a test audience saw this ending it didn't yeah. work and they're going to do another ending mm -hmm. the thing too that I, i'm not the thing that really concerns me as far as if this is true is is yeah. uh, the young indie aspect of it yeah definitely. i'm, I'm kind of tired i'm to be honest man I'm, i've got i've got cgi young uh actor fatigue i mean mm -hmm. you know it, it was cool in the mandalorian to see luke and right. you know but same with princess leia i you know i think though they're they're away uh, they're using it too much 
they're leaning on on that kind of technology too much and and using it as a plot point. Let's go back and see. Here's the other thing. Also, too, is that, you know, do we have to go back and, you know, fight the Nazis one more time? I mean, as far as bad guys, like I said, Temple of Doom worked fine without it. And yeah. I and I think maybe that's a problem. Maybe that was a fault of Indiana Jones in the beginning. He never had really had like a nemesis that wasn't wasn't related with a regime. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, he kind of did in Temple of Doom, but it wasn't one that stuck around. Like if he like okay, what was the name of the archaeologist in Raiders of the Lost Ark that he, that was always him and and this guy were going. The guy was working for the Nazis, but he was a French guy. I think it was a French guy. Well, I can't remember the, the character's the name. Character's name was Belloc. 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 Okay. <laughs> was he? You know, he wasn't. Was he French? I don't he, know. The character was French. He, he was, was French. He right? was portray- the actor who portrayed him. His name is Paul Freeman. There you go. Okay. I think he's a British actor, but the character was name was Rene Belloc, and Sala, yes. Sala pronounced his name as Beloche. <laughs> if you remember, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's remember? right. Beloche. But, you know, if they would have taken, I, I think that this is maybe the fault of the franchise. If they would have taken, and maybe they didn't know at the time, right? Because you don't mm-hmm. think he's a character might not be as popular. So you think you're doing one movie and done, one and done, mm-hmm. right? But if they would have taken his character and somehow made him a, a nemesis in, in almost every uh, movie, right? then you could have something like this at the end where it's like those two are facing off, right, mm-hmm. somehow, and, and they're going after And you don't have to bring in the Nazis or the Russians or, you know, have to have these huge things. Sure. I don't know. What, what do you think about it? Do you think they might have kind of, you know, playing, because they're going back, supposedly they're, they're going back, this is the Nazis. There's no question about this. Okay. They're going back again. To you know, and this is who's going to be the nemesis in this one. Yeah, I mean, did, did, are they leaning too heavily on that kind of um, plot I, point? I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to say no. Um, the Indiana Jones films were created by George Lucas in part because he grew up watching those for those serials. of us serials that came that were popular in the 1930s and 40s. And what's so unique about those is that the plot was just of a centered around like Indiana Jones, a character who is just a normal, average, everyday guy. He's a college professor, but always gets himself in over his head when it comes to looking for antiquities. And he always trying to get himself out of sticky situations, whether he's being chased by the bad guys or whatever. The point being is that um, given the time period in which Lucas... Uh, extracted the source material Mm. to base Indiana Jones from, it made sense to still include the Nazis. But I think, and this is just me, but it felt like with Kingdom of Crystal Skull, I couldn't latch on to the Russians being the main villains because I got so used to the Nazis being his main nemesis. It's like it just felt more aligned with him going up against Nazis than he did going mm, up against the Russians. So now I'm going to say no to that because, well, I say yes to that. I also say no because, like you just alluded to, at some point you got to move on and find a new antagonist. Yeah. Why keep going back and revisiting the same antagonists? Yeah. You know? Comic I'm, book characters have different antagonists all the time. I'm gonna say I, I love I love what they did in in uh, the Last Crusade when mm-hmm. I I mean you know I love I love watching that scene every time when when uh, Indiana and his dad are there in Berlin and right. and they're trying to get that journal oh, and he yeah. turns right around and hands it right to uh, uh, 
Adolf Hitler. Yeah, the uh, the the bad guy, right? The main bad guy, and yeah. you know, and he thinks, and then you're thinking, oh no, it's like you the know, suspense is holding up. Yeah, is yeah. He take it from him, and, and... That, I, I, you know, really, the way they did that scene and stuff, it was brilliant. I really loved yeah. the way they set that up, and and yeah. I didn't mind him in that, you know, <clears throat> and I didn't mind him overall. But I think yeah. what's happening is like going back now and doing it's to me, it seems like regurgitation. Yeah, it just seems like too much regurgitation. And I go back, you know, we go back to talking about Hollywood coming up with a new idea. Yeah, I mean, it's like oh. Oh man, and then you know now we got to deal with young indie if this is true, and I'm I think it is because we I've seen the trailer, yeah. you know they have the trailer out there we can watch, and it shows a young indie in like a Nazi uniform, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, oh my gosh, really? Here we go. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of disappointed about that, but mostly if it is true that you know, I ultimately I was thinking about this, you know, after I heard this, and then I was thinking about watching, you know, and how I, I always hated number four because I thought it just copped out and I didn't like it, whatever. And then yeah. I went back, like I said, and recently rewatched it and I was a little bit less critical of it. Um, I liked how it ended, you know, with him getting married to Marion. It was like they were riding off into the sunset. Right. I, I think in, in uh, whatever you think of the movie, I think just the ending itself, that's kind of the ending that Indy needs. And I hope it's not this where he just vanishes and like because what it does right. is that what what it sets up if he does that is that it's kind of like what Star Wars did. It's like all of what you saw before means nothing. Yep. Everything that that you you know all, all these movies and everything before is forget it, yeah. forget it. It's gone. Bye bye. So it's like you destroy you destroy your own franchise, and I think that kind of slaps uh, it's, it's slapping the face to the fans. But at some point though, I mean, her, I mean, at some point though, Indiana Jones has to end. Because Harrison Ford is in his eighties now, and but he, see now he can't exactly crack the whip the way he used we'll to. We'll see now. Should they have? I understand it didn't work with Shia LaBeouf, and that may have been the direction they were trying to get a young mm-hmm. Indiana out of Mutt. I don't know what they call him, Mutt, right? But anyway, yeah, it's not going to be Mutt Mutt Jones. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to watch Mutt Jones. Dun, 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 dun. But okay, so <laughs> that didn't work. But um, you know, they do need to pass the baton. I think, or or here's a better better way to do it maybe they should have just in end it with with him I, that's I, what i'm thinking I, I don't mind them ending it let me put it yes. this way i don't mind them them ending it mm-hmm. but they get better be very careful how they do this they have to yeah. do it right you know if, if they fall into that trope about well time travel this and that and all, it's like oh man that's that's just bad news and see i was completely content with there being no more indiana jones films at the end of the last mm. crusade yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't get the girl, but at the end, he rides off into the sunset. Ultimately, he didn't get the Holy Grail, but he still won. And when he rode off into the sunset, I was completely content with The Last Crusade being the but final film. But he did film. get the Holy Grail. No, he didn't. He did. He got it, and he drank from it. He, he never would have been able to cross the seal with it anyway, unless he would have stayed there. Yeah, but he didn't get to take it with him and well, no, put it in the museum. but I mean, he did That's get I mean. it. That's the thing. Okay, they, well, partially got it. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, like, exactly put it in his knapsack, keep it, and then say, <laughs> it's mine. No, no, no of know? course not, but he couldn't cross the seal. He True, okay, I stand correct. All right, you're right, I stand correct. It's not but, like he could have taken right. it, and he lost it. Right, the, but the point yeah, being is he never that, could have taken it. as an Indiana Jones fan, I was fine with just the original three films. Yeah. You know, and I thought, you know, I thought in part they they brought back Kingdom of, of the Crystal Skull uh, not only to appease the fans, but I think, you know, even Ford himself had always said he that if he wanted to go back and reprise any of his original characters that he did, mm. he would at the at a at a heartbeat, he would jump to play Indiana Jones again. Really? Yeah. So uh, more so than any other character. So but at any rate. Um, what I'm trying to just illustrate is that 
Um, so, so it's a beloved. You're it's, saying it's a beloved. I, we all know that he kind of hated the the, the Star uh, Wars franchise. Yeah, he yeah. kind at at some point it was like, okay, he's done playing, yeah. you know, Han but, Solo. But uh, but you're saying that that's the one character that he would have, uh, yeah. that he always mentioned he would have come back. And and oh, listen, yeah, yeah. I, I just well. It's funny because they did mention in this article too. Supposedly, the person who saw the screening said that basically Harrison Ford on screen looked like he didn't want to be there. Wow, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it says he looked like, and, and they go, really? and I didn't. And the guy and they said I don't want to be there either, you know, because <laughs> I, you know, but yeah, they said he just didn't didn't look like he was engaged in the film. Huh. I don't know. Maybe it's just that he's older and he can't. Could be. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I don't know, man. I uh, uh, I'm I'm having a little bit of hope. I am. I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it. Too. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith. And when a director comes out and gets in Twitter wars, that even scares me more because I think right. that kind of shows that maybe he doesn't feel as comfortable, or maybe somebody is right, mm-hmm. and he's trying to kind of hide it, right? Yeah. So let's we'll have to stay tuned on this and see what happens. Yeah. Anyway. Hey. That's Whoa! It. That's the whip cracking. Yeah. That is the whip cracking. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Hey, folks, thank you for listening to us. Um, we really appreciate it. Always, please subscribe. We always ask, and we do. We, we, we definitely love it when you do this because why? Well, we love it because we enjoy geeking out and talking about all this fun stuff. Yes, but it makes it fun to share it with you guys. That's what it is. It, yes, so please tell your friends, neighbors, dogs, cats about us, whatever. Give us a rating. We know you'll like it. Subscribe and uh, always review this show. Uh, it does help us out. Yes. So, anyway, always, thanks for listening. Yeah, take care, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.